up? What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 46. Before we begin, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Staying tuned. We really appreciate this. Uh, if you want to help us out, please write a review. It takes only 30 seconds, maybe. Uh, write a review on iTunes or just check out any of our stuff. Please, activerecall.co. Anything and everything is sincerely appreciated. But before, enough of that, though. I'm sorry. Says, what do we got going on, man? How have you been? Pretty good. Been making videos again. Been working on activerecall.co. Uh, I yeah. started posting again. I think that's what I should be doing. Um, probably more than trying to do the social media stuff. Uh, and then I, I've been trying to run in the morning. First thing in the morning. Well, not first thing. Um, you know, first thing is like getting out the door, which has been yeah. my struggle. Um, just because I would rather draw or read a book. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been trying to run in the morning. I, I did that last week, and then I got sick. But I've <laughs> oh. uh, been recovering. I th- it's not because of running. I think I've been uh, not sleeping enough, combined with uh, trying to run and You're just feeling, feeling a lot better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, it, it adds up. Yeah, definitely. Man, that's crazy. How was the run? How far did you run? It's a mile each way. So I, what I try to do Ooh. is... Uh, it's about a mile, I guess. And now that I'm saying uh, how long it takes, it's it's about like 15 minutes, which is not fast. Uh, I'll just say like maybe it's a lot of like uh, lights that I have to stop for, and, you know, crosswalks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, t- I time it. It's usually like 12 minutes to get to the gym. I'll try to do some weights there and then 12 minutes or like 15 minutes back. So usually I try to, I think like half an hour is a good amount of time to like block off getting there and getting back. And then I have a half an hour to like lift weights. Nice, man. That, that's the okay. idea, but it usually drags on to like, usually ends up being like 90 minutes total. But I want to get it down to like an hour, a nice now, solid oh. hour to start the day, start it off on the right foot. <laughs> Not the left foot. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, uh, how was your week? Have you been taking comedy classes? <laughs> no, dude. I just, I'm so excited. This is just, it's just me. Uh, I was wondering, you know how you go at the stoplights? Do you, do you stop at the stoplight? Like literally just, or do, or do you jog in place? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. High, high knees. <laughs> Um, high knees. <laughs> no, I, I usually I think it's a cool look. Um, you know, you grab you grab your, your the the front of the top of your foot. Uh, do you know what I mean? That like looks like you're stretching. Looks like you know oh. what you're doing. Um, but no, I usually like just stand there, look around. Oh, that's okay. So you just like look around. You just look at jump. my watch. Oh, okay. Look at my watch. And, you know, <laughs> I nod and then say, "Oh yeah, I'm on pace for this 14 minute that's mile." A- awesome. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. That's good. <laughs> How's your week? Uh, you seem it's busy. Good. Yeah, uh, I am. I'm, I'm doing well. Just uh, I feel I do feel a little, just a little cold. So I, I'm I'm fighting it. But uh, I have a lot to do this weekend. Uh, I have a Cinco de Mayo thing. So I guess everyone's gonna be drinking and everyone's gonna be in downtown San Diego. But the craziest thing is I got a gig for hotel. Uh, and uh, you'll be there part- too. 
Yeah, Hard Rock Hotel San Diego is my gig, and I am thoroughly excited. This is going to be probably one of the the biggest starts of just because I I did a video on Instagram, and boom, I got I got a follow up, and that that's just it's like what you said, or I think it was drama or whatever. I think it was that girl saying believing in the progress or believing in the process, and then uh, not it's I'm not trying to become uh, like a music video guy or. Or a filmmaker just yet, but this is one way to get to it, and I'm just following the process. But back to it, I have to do a gig for Cinco de Mayo, and that's gonna be cool. I I just finished a bunch of videos. I just did one with like a a couple that was at Oceanside Pier. I went to a last week. I went to do that, and then it was a Saturday with three gigs. So it was a bar, a couple, and another it was a underground hip-hop like rap thing it was pretty pretty scary <laughs> but uh like it was it was to the point where i was very fearful for my gear so <laughs> just, that's that's just all uh anyways i did all that everything is good i even on sunday i i went to a resort uh I, i'll i'll tell you the joke later because it's it's pretty bad Can't wait. but yeah. <laughs> so anyways, did that Sunday was it was my weekend was packed. This weekend I think I'm going to just do this one gig and relax. I need a Sunday. I I've been working almost it's been 7 days straight from last week. So it's I guess I'm doing 13 days. That's the that's pretty bad, but hopefully I don't get sick. Uh anyways, enough of I mean, that. You already are. It sounds like so. <laughs> Jokes. So, Sus, what do we got going on today, dude? Today, we're going to be talking about the Ground Up show. We'll be talking about Quest Love's Creative Quest. And we'll be talking about minimalism, productivity, and Elon Musk in a speed round. We'll see, though. We'll see how this goes. Uh, So, the first thing, uh, this was your thing uh, that you wanted to share, the Ground Up show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, I don't know if our audience heard watched this yet but it it got pretty popping on netflix and it was the minimalist uh minimalism it was the show about like those two guys that you know had six-figure jobs and decided to quit it was just too much for them and they decided to like reduce everything to a car laptop um some like a week's worth of clothes and that's yeah that's it's basically them enjoying life as minimal as possible as like the you don't have to have that much stuff but you do need to have the essentials and this guy his name is matt diavella he is the filmmaker for that for that group he's the one that did the documentary for minimalism and he has these conversations about uh it's basically a podcast for creatives self-starters and people that are bold enough to take action so these are the people that are risking their nine to five just to get out of it and to do a job that they want to do. And I I got, you know, I of course I got thoroughly interested. I wanted to see what was going on about it. And of course, he has a few episodes about it. So one of the biggest ones is freelancing. And and it was with it was episode fifty-three with Ryan Bowles. Bowles. And it's about it's of course they talk about how he started. It was he was just making music videos as a kid or something like that. And then he decided to make more content. He was doing 
he's basically, what do you call it? He's fueling his passion. So he has a job and he's using that, he's investing back in himself to fuel his passion. So he bought more, so with his nine to fiver, he bought more camera gear. And it's basically what I'm doing. It's what I'm trying to do. This is why I like this video, this podcast so much because I, I resonated with a lot of what that guy was saying. And the biggest one was doing content for free. And this is where it comes down to it. I, I really suggest if you guys are really into this stuff, uh, like entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Um, doing things for free. Seth, if you could move it to the right. Dad. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So the quote was... Uh, That's not the one. I didn't write down oh. what... I thought you oh, had okay, it. No Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh, so freelancing is all about doing work, and then also there's there comes a point of doing stuff for free. Now, to ask a question to Seth, would you do something for free if it benefited you? This is an easy answer because, yes, I have been doing these YouTube videos for free. <laughs> um, I really like that idea of you either do it for, I think it's Chase Jarvis. He says yeah. you do it for free or you do it for a lot. And you don't want to, I think it's, it, the advice there is uh, to avoid this being in the middle. Or especially like if you make something for friends, don't give them a discount. Just do it for free. Uh, either right. do it, and that might be different than what you're talking about because you, you mentioned it's more about like, it's kind of like bartering. So instead of asking for money, you're doing it because you know someone might share it and they have, you know, you're reaching out to their audience, the audience that they've built, which is exactly. larger than yours. This happens a lot with um, podcasting. You, you, might, you might not guess from our podcast, but. <laughs> We do like <laughs> read a lot about podcasting and making a good one. <laughs> but, uh, so, so what a lot of people will do is uh, a lot of like guest podcasts. You appear on other people's podcasts, and then if you can connect with someone that has a bigger audience, then uh, some percentage of that audience check yours out. And this is it, it's very like circular uh, where, and then those people are appearing on other ones to get to build their audience and bigger and bigger. Um, which isn't to say they're not creating value. They're still, of course, like it's good conversations and a lot of lessons there that are shared, spread throughout the world. Um, right. I I can't say that. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like a direct example of where I did something for free, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot. Like, um, but no, I I haven't done that yet. I, I would. Okay. I would. I would do the, do it though. I think it's a good idea. Definitely, like, do it, and then, yeah. There are there's also like guest blog posts, which is a yeah good way. I was, to, I was just about to say that the blog post thing. Would you? Yes. So, so, um, would I do it? I yeah. I mean, it's not like I've been invited. I've said no. So, um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> um, yeah. I think if at some point I would want to. Uh, yeah. Okay. You can see how effective it is. Where like, I'm guessing Tim Ferriss or like Ramit Sethi has something on Lifehacker, which is a huge blog. And then now, uh, from there, people do or like Ramit has a guest post on Tim Ferriss's blog. That's where he. Uh, a lot of people were 
Um, it's a good way to connect to someone else's. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, it's just the whole point of networking. And that's probably the reason why it's like the biggest reason for doing content for free. Like, uh, I, that's why I, I kind of believe in it. I had so many entrepreneurs telling me not to do this. Like everything I do has to be full price, blah, 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 blah. Do not say anything else. I was like, I, I could not believe that. That's, I was like, I can't give you content. I can't make content when I don't have content. That's the thing. Like, uh, I don't have, I don't have repertoire if, if I'm trying to get someone to pay me. That's, I, that's why I didn't believe that at first. That's why I was like, I need to show that I could do this. And that's why doing stuff for free was probably the biggest thing that I always want to do. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't have a degree for that. I don't have a, a business degree or a, or a videographer degree or whatever that is. But so, you start from the ground up. So, the ground up show. <laughs> but anyways, Seth. Oh, that's what it what is. You... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really thought it was... Um... I'm... I'm... <laughs> I thought it was more like, like beef. Gra- like yeah, beef? Kind of, sort of, sort of. So that's I was trying to say it, and like not. I I was really thinking they're like, oh okay, yeah, we break we break this thing down into all its small parts, and then we'll explain it. You know, like oh, the ground up. I see, um, I see. But I get it corn, from corn the ground beef. up. Yeah, uh, that's my little. That's my little thing. Freelancing we're episode into fifty-three a, with the ground up. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make a bad comedy podcast. Um, we're here on and for Thursday. my next joke, this quote I have for this topic: If you're good at something, don't do it for free. Do you know where this is from? The Dark Knight. No. It's when the Joker's about to burn all the money. I think. Um, oh, <laughs> whatever. I don't know what the connection here is. Um, so we'll move on to the next thing. Is that what? Hold on. Is that what he was like diving from the pyramid of cash? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he lights, yeah. got um, it. Before he lights it up. So did he do something for free? No, but he networked. Um, this is going nowhere. So next, we'll talk about uh, Questlove's new book, Creative Quest. Um, and I started reading this. I bought the book and, or like the Kindle version and then also the audiobook. And I've been reading the Kindle version a few chapters in and then I listened to the audiobook and it's way better. I should have known, uh, because he, he talks about music a lot, of course, and he, um, the production on, on the audiobook is really good. It has, you know, music clips and it'll play in the background. And, uh, now I want to restart it from the beginning, uh, listening to it. I, I, Sick. It is always nice to. So, some audiobooks are more highly produced than others, and that's a good thing uh, to see. I really should have known because he, he makes audio, that's his thing. Uh, so, this first topic, I have three topics here. So, this kind of fits in uh, to like some of the things that. Actually, we'll just talk about two of these because they're kind of related to what you were talking about. Uh, he talks about what you are not creatively. Um, so this is the quote that I have from it. He says, so he, well, okay, not, this isn't the quote yet, but he, he does talk about all these different interests that he has, all these things currently, uh, that he's pursuing. Like, you know, his, his, his day job is being on national TV, uh, with Jimmy Fallon. 
So yeah. that's that's a nice day job, right? Uh, and oh, then he's it. pursuing all these other things. He's still DJing. He's he's still uh, teaching a class at NYU. Uh, on and on and on. He has all these things. Um, so here's what he says. Once I cleared all of that out, the essence of what I was doing, breakbeat drumming, feng shui, melodic DJing, became something I would I could wear proudly rather than something I felt apologetic about. Deciding what you're not before you decide what you are lets you stand strong in your own category. And yeah, so I think this is kind of like the answer that um, you you kind of touched on this before already. So I was going to ask you, have you thought about what you are not? Uh, And you you mentioned this earlier. You, You know you're not like your goal right now is not to be like a music video DJ, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You but you would like, like, I, say, like five I would years like to. out. Yeah. Okay. So then, in that case, what won't you be five years out? I don't want to be like stuck on one one thing. Like, I don't want to do like commercials for like I don't know tiling company. I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do stuff that that doesn't sound fun for me. That's the that's the thing. Like, those are the things. I don't want to stay. I want to do something more on the creative music video, maybe doing a movie kind of thing later, later. But I know I have to stick to these, 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 these things for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot to learn from, right? Like doing those right. other, other things, especially early on. But, um, yeah, like five years out, that's a few years out, right? So, yeah. Um, so that's good to know, like have that vision and, uh, I Definitely. thought that was a good lesson from like Questlove. So this book is more, it's not, a, he has a memoir, uh, like a just straight on memoir from a few years, years ago. I haven't read it, but this book's more about the creative process. Um, oh, wow. yeah, I thought, I thought that was really good. And it reminded me of this, uh, thing from Perennial Seller by Ryan Holiday. So, uh, this is like two parts. So he says, well, first you have to like define your mission, of course. And then, Next, he says this. Once that has occurred, there is one last thing you must do. You must deliberately forsake all other missions. And then further along, uh, he says this. Nothing has sunk more creators and caused more unhappiness than this. Our inherently human tendency to pursue a strategy aimed at accomplishing one goal while simultaneously expecting to achieve other goals entirely unrelated. And I I grab that just because it, it seems pretty related to... Uh, this topic of, I think a lot of people don't define what they don't want to be. Uh, and that can be huh, pretty powerful as far as, we've talked about this before where you, um, like Warren Buffett has that strategy of like, write down everything you want to be doing, like 25 things, then you circle five and the rest, the other 20 are distractions. I think that's always a good technique for like prioritizing anything that like at any point in your life, like. We were talking about getting things done last week, getting it all out of your head, and yep. then you have to, some things are going to be more important than others, and the distracting things are good things that aren't great things. Oh, speaking about the stuff, getting things done, um, I'll just give you a little update. I've been using Trello, and I love it. <laughs> it's so yep. it's so good. It's it's just the boards, and I could use this productively. Um, I have so many boards now that it's it's over the top. But I think I need to make it so it's, like, I know, personal stuff and all that. But these boards are helping me declutter. You know, you know what's crazy is that I decluttered 
probably last week on the videos that needed to be done, the, the videos that don't have to be done, but they're they're kind of like in the out there. They're coming they're coming along, and then the videos that have to be done now, and then every video had a little list. They're like, okay, re, get the story, make this make the story, get the music, get the edit, polish, done. That's it's like pretty similar to all these other lists, and I boom. Dude, I finished all those videos within the week. I'm so happy about that. So thank you for that recommendation. Getting things done, it's it's been a life changer. That's awesome. Yeah, especially for something like uh, what you're doing with videography, because you, yeah. you'll you'll probably have what like three or four videos going on at once, all in different phases, and it's a nice thing where those phases are pretty well defined. Like you know, like you know, you're in editing. Um, you can't oh, be shooting 100%. and editing at the same time, where that's probably like more trouble with, say, like writing. A lot of people mix up like writing and editing, so they'll edit while they're writing. And a lot of common advice is you should do those separately. Um, get your first draft down. But for videography, like you're not you're not shooting and editing at the same time, right? No, that so so you know, no. like um, so you know, like in one phase you're prepping for your shoot. That's where Trello is nice. Like, it's just. You move it from this is an editing to this to this. Yeah. yeah, you can move literally move the list or the board. Yeah. That's that's so good. Which I got is a great. question though. Um, with your writing, just quick, just just a weird thing. I know I know Trello might be helpful for this, but does it come to the point where you just write stuff to write, or is it to is is that like a practice that you do still, or is it something that you have something in your head and then you kind of break down? The, like brainstorming, you know how the circles and the yeah. bubbles and all that. So, do you do that more so than you write first, or is it the vice versa? I probably do that too much. Um, oh. I, I, I'm the I. I'll just, I could say what I do. Uh, okay, I wouldn't yeah. say it's good advice at all because I'm not successful as a. No, no, not not. I think I'm able to write and make a post and, and put it out. But as far as like success, as far as having people that are reading it, no, I'm not. So what I would do is every day I outline something. Mm. So I'm, I, I have a lot more outlines than I do like full posts. Um, and I'll start with an outline. And I think that might be something that I, I do it. And then usually when I actually write a post, it's not from the outline. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I sh- this is something I should track and see like, which process is better? Because I'll do I'll do it both ways actually. So I, I sometimes I do have the outline. I'll grab some excerpts from a book, and then write and fill that in. And that probably works best because um, the other way to do it is you write like big block of text, then you pull an outline out of that. Does that make sense? So it's going to be unstructured, but instead this is kind of like the Cornell note taking system. So you're writing all the stuff that the professor says. Then on the left oh, side, you're summarizing you it. Have to, yeah, okay. I know yeah, exactly so what you're then, talking about. Then you can rearrange. So <laughs> you can rearrange those things, but then you and then you end up having to like rewrite. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So. Uh, okay, I was. Just I, I could say I, I've had a couple of, say like blog posts that um, let's say like tens of thousands of people. Uh, this is a few years ago. Yeah. And when I think about those. It was so unstructured. Uh, no, huh. I. It was mostly. I, I guess I would have headings, and then I would fill those in, and okay. then uh, so there was structure to work with. But 
I was not revising that, like, writing five revisions. And it's just a blog post, not a book. Yeah. All right, for sure. Start, I, with, start with an outline. I think it makes sense yeah, to start with start an outline. With yeah. I, I, I don't enjoy it as much, though. I do enjoy just, like, writing, uh, you know, big blocks of text. Um, there, There's some fun. Gotcha. But I outline every day. I pro- I've probably written an outline every single day. So I have this uh, uh, app. There's an app called Workflow on iOS. It's free. I think it's owned Ooh. by Apple now. Um, so, and I just press this button on my home screen, and then it asks me, "What have you read lately?" And it just prompts me, and it kind of automatically makes this outline. Oh, so it just asks me oh, a bunch of questions, sick. and then I fill it in. Gotcha. That sounds amazing. Yeah. What are your? How do you use your boards? Is it um? Is each board yeah. a project, or is it like a phase? Or like context. Each board, each board has a project. is a is a a specific. So I'll I'll pop it up right now. So each it says on the top, uh, personal, and then the title is videos to do. And then on those videos, these boards are DJ videos, music videos, contracted videos, videos that are pri- uh, priority videos. These are just these are the boards. And then the cards are in let's say DJ promotional video blah blah, blah down to the to the date down to okay like music video um or contract okay so wedding video is one of them right. and it's prioritized these are and then it has like a list of of working on on the top and then done on the other side so right. I, I don't know if, if you could just you, if you nah, can, can move these things yeah, okay so and then it says on these there's these cards that you could add a card on it and say blah 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 you is this on uh, the structured story? Are you looking at through videos? Are you looking through the videos? Are you making a highlighted video? Are you? It's it's asking me. I'm forcing myself to ask the question: Are you? What are? Where are you at at this moment with this video? What's so, the next action? Yeah, exactly. What's the next action? What are you doing with this video? Are you just leaving it on the spot and it's not on the done board? So that's the one thing that stre- <laughs> that's the one that stresses me out the most is if it's not on the done. And it, the cool thing now is that since I did like uh, three, four videos last week, those four videos are on the done list. So that makes me feel very proud. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's that's, good. Yeah, that's you can exactly see how it, so that's why I love this structure so much. It's adding these lists. Um, I, if you don't remember, we did these, we did this two years ago with Slight Edge and, uh, um, yeah, no, I, remember. I did this with school. I did this with school, and I did this with, uh, yeah, I did and workouts too. So I did it with, let's say, math one twenty, math one forty one, math two forty five, slide, slide edge, personal improvement, the habits, and web development. So these are all very powerful boards that I used to use, and now I have. I I went right back into it, and these habits, like I starred the slide edge habit habit. So it's. I just to go back, show up, be consistent, have a positive outlook, be committed for the long haul, cultivate a burning desire backed by faith, be willing to pay the price, and practice slight edge integrity. And check so, out our old episode about slight edge if you want to learn yeah, more. Yeah, seriously. Anyways, that's that's what I use the boards for. Cool. It sounds very clustered, but no, no, um, no, no. It's it, well, it's better than <laughs> at least it's on boards. Keeping right? in your head, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. keep that all. Oh, in your I used head, to be right? so and, stressed. Yeah. yeah, there's there's just like there's a tax when you have to try to you create that structure in your head over and over. 
Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, passing it back to you, you had this thing about minimalism and productivity. That you oh, want to talk about? yeah. Okay. So the uh, again, it's uh, Matt Diavella, and he is the minimalist filmmaker. And basically, he uh, did he does these YouTube videos, and he's all doing stuff about the minimalist wardrobe or how to pack it like a minimalist or stuff like that. But he had a video on um, basically the myth of I don't have and the advice for us, the content creators. And it was the one where he said, focus on the essentials. Uh, He had a video recently about how he was at school and he got hired in as an intern to do a video, but they needed to make sure he was the right piece of the project. He was called to do a like a little homework in front of them and said hey we need this video done within 30 to 45 minutes uh if you could do that that'd be great so they gave him this task and he failed miserably he was messing with too much of the audio he was making too many transitions he was not doing what the story was and the biggest takeaway is just focusing on the essential of story so instead of just doing the transitions, the audio, the stuff like that, that's polished. Polishing, like polishing your car is for later. I learned this, I learned this through what I was doing, making content during this time. Um, I enjoyed the fact that, that you can make a story just by putting clips together and making a story for what, it's, it's like, it's like for success, if you were to write stuff and, and you bashed out these three paragraphs, and it was the most specific paragraphs you ever had, and it was, um, you made every word and every sentence structure to a T, and then by the second chapter, you decide to change it. That meant all the work that you just worked on so hard in the very beginning of the chapter is gone. So you, it, instead of just doing, like, like what we were you talking about, doing an outline, it's better to make the story now and then doing the polish layer. So editing, transitioning, color grading, all that would be done later. Just get the story, focus on the essential. And one of the other ones, this is this is another video of the myth of I don't have. Um, it was a thing I was talking to Seth about a while back, and it was about, oh man, I don't have this gimbal, or oh man, I don't have the I don't have this camera to do what I should be doing. It was something about. But now you have it. But now and I have. Now, geez, now you will now be happy forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, As we all know, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, it's this the myth of I don't have. It's it's where you don't have what you need to make a project. So you have it. All you have to do is work for it. Um, it's not a great camera is going to make it look great. It's it's how you make it yourself. Uh, there's so many ways you can do this. Uh, I suggest just look this guy up, the myth of I don't have, or the focus on essentials. It's a, it's basically filmmaker stuff, but freelancing at its best. Uh, and the question is, Seth, if you could move that down just a tad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir. The question to Seth is, what is one thing that's essential to you that you could focus on a lot? I've been thinking about this with the videos that I make. Just like what is it that um, 
I think it is like that idea, what you were talking about, get the story down. Right. And this goes back to like writing and putting like some structure together. If I just, I've been making these note card videos and they're kind of just like this hodgepodge of nine different thoughts. And then we just put it out, put it out there and they're not really related and there's no, um, no structure to it and they don't make for like great videos. So some of the better ones, or if I'm just going by like views or whatever, they're all, uh, this is the thing. I, you know, if I sort by views, um, you know, it's not many at the top, but, but there, are, but as far as I can at least compare, like that, I do have some videos that have say a hundred times more than the ones that don't have a lot of views, which is easy because those ones have like five views. So you could do that <laughs> to see like what scale of, of audience I'm talking about. But, but like say something with like 800 views. Uh-huh. What is the difference there? And all, all of the, the most watched things are st- strictly about one book. And it's because that's what people are looking for. Um, so. That's when I realized, like, as far as this question, like, one thing is probably anchoring the videos that I make to one yeah. book, one idea. Yep. Uh, and even just, like, talking, like, uh, thinking about this, it reminds me, again, like, Perennial Seller talks about, uh, it has this outline, like, before you start making something, answer these questions. It's like, who is it for? Who is it not for? And what's one idea that you want capturing? And then you write one sentence, one paragraph, and one page. Uh, and this, I think this is for like, if, before you start a book, like a big problem. So for something shorter, you could do like one sentence in one paragraph, and that would describe like at least your post, the post, uh, or like one video. Um, but something that you, you were talking about, uh, reminds me of this post by Derek Sivers. Um, it, it's this idea of, He's he made this company called CD Baby and he was programming it all and it grew to you know millions probably in revenue, um, but he was still programming and he was still writing a lot of the code himself so he was a bottleneck in a lot of cases. And plenty of people were saying you know outsource this you, you can scale up and you'll move you'll make more money blah blah blah, and he didn't do it and he didn't want to because, um, it's the same thing like. With anything, you can figure out the things that you can outsource, but why, if he liked programming, his view on it was like, why would I stop doing something I enjoy? And I think the counter to that is there might be reasons to, like, maybe then it frees up time for you to do something else you enjoy even more. But in his case, he didn't. Uh, and I, I really like that idea is, um, getting back to, you know, hedonic treadmill, um, getting these things but it's about like the the reason you would try to make all this money with the business is eventually you hope it brings you happiness but it's like well if you find happiness in programming well you have it already <laughs> you know you don't you know, <laughs> like you're asking me right um so yeah that's a good post to check out uh, yeah being not having so yeah this is about like being being and not having so finding happiness good Um, good i like it which connects 
to this idea of um what's it uh Questlove back to Questlove creative quest he talks about learning uh and it starts with recreating like to create something new or to to be able to create something new in some medium you start by recreating other people uh so Questlove says right at the beginning of this book I said I wasn't creative L- let me stop there Questlove is a creative person. So yeah, so, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think his point is, though, that, like, you, even, even at that level, like, there's a part of him that <clears throat> doesn't feel like he is. So he says, uh, continue on. Part of me doesn't really believe that, and another part of me does. I'm of two minds about it, at least. One of the things that divides my opinion is the way I drum now. One of my primary techniques is to recreate the drumming of other artists from the past. I exactly replicate their specific technique and sound. And through that, I try to inhabit their spirit. I do it well. I don't have to be modest about how well I do it because I'm not sure it's anything to brag about. And uh, that's the end of that. But he does talk about the value of... um, And you hear this a lot, like, steal like an artist and things like that. Um, If you're learning some art form, some form of creativity then look at people who have done it before and you can, or even like try to recreate things and then you'll be able to eventually like once you do that with enough different people, then you create your own stuff. So uh, my question to you is when was a time you found recreating something useful? Some, hmm. Yeah. Like In this- with videography, like how did you get to where you- you didn't pull it out of the sky the way that you make videos, right? So No, no. I mean, it was... Oh, okay. So I did see a lot of music videos and a lot of, a lot of movies. So one of my very, very, very first videos I ever done was with my Canon. And it was with just a tripod. And I was doing a dojo uh, video. And it was like, you know, Karate Kid-ish. So... Uh, I kind of tried to recreate Karate Kid in my own mind through this dojo of my friend. And it well, it looked pretty good to me. Of course, looking back Shout at it Ty. now, it just looked... Yeah, thank you, Ty. I appreciate it. Um, the the video itself was was not... Definitely not, like... It was creative to an extent, but I really took everything out of Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of it. Um... That was that was the main point, but it gave me a good learning process. So I'm like, oh wow, if I should have just zoomed in there, I should have just done this and this. That that would be cool. Um, kind of put the gi on. It shows the back patch. It says Cobra tie. Yeah, go- <laughs> dude. Seriously, I I even did that. I did that with a kid, and it was during the time she was doing her performance or like her. Uh, her little thing with these swords, and it was cool. Uh, I just, sh- I just did a video of the Cobra Cobra Kai. No, it's the, it's their tag. Um, but yeah, I that's one of the things I found recreating. Like I see a lot of music musicians or uh, artists doing remixes, like trap remixes of songs. Like the most recent one was um, what was it? Like Drake's God God's Plan, and someone did a different beat to it. And then another person did an EDM song to it. So it's something that I could see people just using something that's already there and then making it making it um, kind of like a different beat or a different tone 
that that's still pretty cool. It's it's still really good. Yeah, and even like hip hop is um, sampling. Like it's based <laughs> so oh, much yeah, of it Kanye is like based around is... like it's it's yeah it's it's uh, like so much of the music is based on sampling, uh, reusing parts of it, and that's a thing that like Questlove is a master of is like knowing like having this vast vast knowledge of music. Um, oh, have you seen up. his his uh like the last couple of videos? I think last one was uh, I just watched this last night, but it was Ariana Grande and and uh, Jimmy Fallon doing a version of some songs, but then they had to use Questlove and his band Roots to to make some songs, and it was off the top of their heads. It's phenomenal. You need to watch it. It, it was so crazy. It's so good. Check out another um, yeah. one uh, where he's just guessing Prince songs by one second of the song. Which, <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. I feel like you'd be able to do. Uh, I, I guess I wasn't like too surprised, but then once it gets to like a quarter of a second, that's where it's like, okay. Good this, luck. This yeah. is crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's like with one drum. So, um, Cool. I think uh, we're running up on time. Yeah. Yeah. So we will skip some of oh, these. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to do the Elon Musk speed round. Oh. So we should, we should, uh, what are we doing? Are we, are we ending? Yeah, We're ending. I, We're I, ending. You got to yeah, go, right? Go. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, where can we find you, dude? That's it. Uh, you ActiveRecall.co. Learn more about this and we can find Wally on WalterAmedia.com. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Again. Thank you for supporting us. Support us All more right. with a review. I'm pulling up the review of the week. Here it is. By JD. Like Brazilian barbecue in podcast form. Five stars. Great variety. Well executed. Stuffed full of meat. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. And, and cut. cut. <laughs> <laughs>